beautiful children. Children are always beautiful. Thank you, Kaya, for the wonderful, inspiring uh, song. Last week, we reflected on Joseph and how they settled in Egypt. Today, I'd like to reflect on Moses. Moses was the man who actually created the history of Israel. Through him, Israel became Israel. He was the one who liberated Israelites out of Egypt from the bondage. And Israelites started with just one family and scattered people. But he gathered them together and gave them the national identity. They gave him the law. Uh, he gave them the law. He gave them the system. So the country, it, has be, it had become country through Moses. Today we hear the story of Moses' birth. He was not born in a very good time. It was a very dangerous and perilous time. Thanks to Joseph, Jacob's family enjoyed the abundance and comfort in Goshen, Egypt. But as you know, nothing stays the same. Time flows. As time flows, everything else changes. The scripture said, then Joseph died and all his brothers and that whole generation, but the Israelites were fruitful and prolific. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong so that the land was filled with them. Nothing stays the same. As time flows, changes, our situations, our circumstances change. The beginning of the problem started when a king who did not know Joseph arose over Egypt. This king, unfortunately, was a very insecure king. Insecurity of people causes so many problems. We know how insecurity affects not only themselves, but also other people. But when a power is given to the, these insecure people, it becomes very dangerous because they can be abusive. When people are insecure, as you carefully observe insecure people, what do they live by? They live by fear. They live constantly with fear. They see everything as a threat. 
the king was very much like that. He saw Israelites getting stronger and saw that only as a threat. We all have fear. We all live with fear. But if we have confidence and courage, we can deal with our fear appropriately and creatively. But this king did not have either the courage or the confidence. All he knew was to suppress those who were challenges to him. He suppressed people he was afraid of. He crushed them with his raw power. That's what insecure people do. Always they have to really put down others so that they can feel safe. Because he had no courage, he could not have the wisdom to deal with life situations. You know, courage comes from love and, I mean, I mean, wisdom comes from love and courage. And this person lacked both. We cannot solve our problem, life problem, in that way. Exodus 1.12 says, But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread, so that the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. The problem cannot be solved by just suppressing them. And then he did these horrible things to the Israelites. The scripture says, the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shifra and the other Puah, when you act as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, she shall live. Torturing Israelites with hard labor was not enough. He had to kill off the male children. He committed violence and murder. This is typical trend. Fear brings anger. Anger, violence, and the violence the killing. One person's insecurity brought so much sorrow in the world. That's incredible how one person can bring so much sadness, tragedy, and sorrow in people. Moses was born in this kind of tumultuous time. But behind Moses' birth, there were courageous women who were very different from Pharaoh. They were all women. The first women were midwives. Their names were Shifra and Pua. I want to say their names. Because their names need to be remembered. And the scripture says that. The scripture says their name. They were courageous women. Because of what they did. 
they could have been put to death. They risked their lives because they loved the life of others. They respected and honored the dignity of human life. It is important to respect the life of others. Because we don't have this kind of respect for the life of others, sometimes we do inhuman things to each other. We insult them, we put them down, we do all kinds of terrible things to other people because we don't have that respect for the life of others. The more we get to know Jesus, the more we realize how much Jesus loved life of others. As children beautifully, beautifully sang, Jesus loves me, this I know. Jesus did not see sinners as just sinners. Jesus saw sinners as precious life. And he sacrificed for them. The sacrifice of the cross came from Jesus' love for the life of others. Because these, these midwives loved and respected the life of others, they could be courageous to even risk their lives to save life first incidence of civil disobedience you see. God blessed them. The next woman was Moses' mother, Jochebed. Jochebed. After Moses was born, she didn't have a single day she could sleep comfortably for three months. As it is, it is really hard to have a sleep when you have a baby. But in her case, she had to be extra careful not to be caught. Whenever baby cried, she became very nervous. But you know, how can you stop a baby from crying? That's what babies are. And the sound of crying baby and night travels far. If she got caught, not only his, uh, her life, but also, not only uh, Moses' life, but also her life would have been in danger. But to her, her life was not that important. I mean, it was important, but it's compared to the life of uh, the, her son, she, wasn't, she didn't really care about her life. All she wanted to was, wanted was to save the child. That is the heart of a mother, risking her own life, saving child, her child. There is courage in the mother who tries to save her loving child. From that courage comes wisdom. And the wisdom came to this woman, the mother, Jacobet. She put her son into the Nile River. Unthinkable thing that she came up with. The Nile, the 
The Nile River was the very river Pharaoh ordered to throw Hebrew boys to be killed. And then she threw her own baby into the Nile River. That was quite ironic. But it was the wisdom that saved her son by throwing him into the den of death. She saved his life. Isn't that what cross was? By throwing his son into the den of death, the cross, God brought about so God saved so many lives, not only Jesus' life, but so many lives. Love gave the mother this courage, and the courage brought wisdom to her. Nile River was a dangerous place. There could be crocodile. The basket could be turned over. Risking all that, she put her son into the Nile River. That's an actual faith. Moses' sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The last woman was Pharaoh's daughter. She was the daughter of the very man who did, who did this evil thing. But she saw the baby and took pity on him. The scripture says, the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river. While her attendants walked beside the river, she saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying and she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrews' children, she said. She knew that it was a Hebrew boy. If she didn't take pity on him, Moses could not have survived. In spite of knowing what her father was doing, she saved this Hebrew baby, even though that, was, that meant going against her father. And in the end, Moses' mother became a nurse for him. The scripture says, Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child and nurse it for me, and I'll give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. Not only she saved her son's life, but she could also nurse her own son. What an irony. She was the first woman in the Bible who got wages for being a mother. Midwives who love the life of others. Mother's courage and wisdom and the compassion of the daughter of Pharaoh all worked together to save Moses' life. That is such a contrast to Pharaoh. That was such a different way of living your life than what Pharaoh did. Moses was born in a very difficult time but because there were these courageous, loving, and wise women, 
he was able to survive. These women were highlighted as a contrast to Pharaoh. Pharaoh lived out his fear and created this monstrous situation by killing babies and creating so much loss and sorrow. But these women, through their love, courage, and wisdom, saved so many lives, and this very special person, Moses, and brought so much joy into this world. What kind of life you want to live? Life that brings so much sorrow to other people, or life that brings so much joy to others. In today's story, you don't, we don't hear much about God. Seems like God didn't do anything. It was all human beings who did the work. But we have to see behind what human beings did, there was God as we reflected last week. It was God who gave the midwives the heart of loving the life of others. The scripture says, they are God-fearing people. It was God who gave Moses' mother courage and wisdom. And it was God who protected Moses in the Nile River and led him to the daughter of Pharaoh. It was God who let the daughter of Pharaoh have pity on the baby. Isn't it really, really interesting? Moses was the one who would bring down Pharaoh's kingdom, and yet, he was led into the very core of Pharaoh's palace. Who did it? I'm sure God did it. Pharaoh embraced this person who bring down his kingdom in his bosom. God hid Moses in Pharaoh's bosom. That was very interesting and ironic. God does not need to use raw power to do his work. That's not how God works. God does not use raw power to bring about freedom, salvation, redemption. God uses seemingly weak people like these women. God uses their love, their courage, and their wisdom. You know, Pharaoh's power is like a rock, invincible rock. He had all the power. So resisting against Pharaoh's power was like throwing eggs against the rock. Nothing good will come out. But as you see the rock very carefully, you see cracks in the rock. And ultimately, these cracks will destroy, shatter 
the rock. And these cracks were these women. God used the power of those women who have love, courage, and wisdom. God uses these cracks to destroy the evil system, the evil power. That was a message of the cross. Paul, same Paul, saw this wisdom when he said, but we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not forsaken, uh, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. Our love, our courage, our wisdom, they look like nothing but weakness. But our weakness becomes our strength when God uses it. God works through cracks. That's how God works. Let us not lose our hope. Sometimes we wonder and we ask ourselves, whatever we do, what good is it? Does it, is it effective? Does it have any power to change anything? But we will continuously pursue courage, love, wisdom, and justice. And ultimately, God will use our weaknesses to bring about his power. May God bless you with this message. May your week be a blessed week. Let us sing together.